Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 684. We had a sort of brief... Well, I suppose we actually did do two streams last week, so we didn't do the normal Sonic Talk Wednesday. But uh, this is the Sonic Talk show, which is all to do with music technology, synthesizers, drum machines, production, software, DAWs, distribution, streaming, anything you can think of that kind of combines technology and electronics and audio in any kind of way, shape or form. We're fresh back from Superbooth, and so this is the sort of post-Superbooth. For those of you who don't know, Superbooth is uh, one of the most fun shows on the trade show circuit. Obviously, we haven't been for for ages. We skipped a year last year. We did a virtual version. We went and they moved it to September for uh, this one. And we've been to Berlin and it was great. And uh, before I say anything else, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to Andreas uh, Herschneiders, Tim Staub, all of the team over there, Adam. Uh, just great. I really, really felt welcome and helped. And we were able to do our job. And I hope you enjoyed all of the stuff. There'll be links to that all over the place. Uh, and also thanks to our team, uh, Ed Butterworth, Rob Hicks, Andy Mack, and uh, my, you know myself, and Gaz, of course, all the people that kind of were on the ground making videos because we had to work hard. It doesn't get any easier because it's quieter. In fact, it was a little harder because everything was spread out, so it was further to walk, but really good fun. Anyway, all the thanks over. Um, while I remember, I just want to say, if you're interested in supporting us, uh, we're running our Patreon. We've got a few things up there from Superbooth that you can't see anywhere else. I think I did a thing on the uh, little sounds demo of the Hydrosynth Deluxe and there's a few other bits and bobs there um, but also there will be more stuff forthcoming so if you feel like going over and uh, joining us uh, you can just go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Sonic State and there it will be so I uh, do a uh, appreciate if you want to support us that's great and by the way if you join the second tier and if you do it before the end of the show uh, the database gets pulled in from a live feed so your name will appear at the end credits because that's one of the perks of the uh, top tier of uh, patreon so that, that happened last week i said oh there's a new one came in and then i saw actually it showed up in the end credits i thought oh, that's nice so you can do that if you like um anyway i want to say thank you to our guests uh, which we will join in a minute uh, before i forget though uh, there's all the stuff like the usual stuff like you can find uh, um, all of our audio uh, podcast, the audio version of this podcast is available everywhere you can get podcasts, uh, you know, iTunes, Alexa, Google, all of that kind of stuff. So just go it, fill your boots. It's all there. And I also want to say thank you very much to all our, uh, all the people on YouTube who are watching the live stream, all the people in the IRC and also Discord and uh, Twitch and Facebook Live. That's where we are every week at 4pm UK. So if you like what you see and you might not be sick of the 60 odd plus synthesizer videos you've had in the past five days, uh, ring the bell and get notifications. It'll be a while since we get, until we do another dump of uh, such a massive content of stuff, but there's plenty for you to look at. I don't know how many hours it is. It's a lot. Anyway, let's say hello to our guests. We'll start over with Mr. Yoad Nevo, who's there in Nevo Sound. Yoad Nevo, um, obviously mix engineer, waves developer, a man of many talents. Uh, we know you 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 managed to, uh, well, you didn't you didn't defy the Lurgy, but you've been through, you're, 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 you're vaxxed and you've also, also had it. So uh, I'm glad to see you're well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. It's been a little bit challenging, but uh, I'm over it now, and it's all good. I'm glad. To, I am really glad uh, because it was. I know for a lot of people, it's. I mean, I really, really thought that we were going to maybe. Uh, 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 well, I don't know. <laughs> Get it because we've been all over yeah, the place. Yeah. You know, we've been to. But but so far so good. You know, uh, I'm, I'm. I felt pretty safe. I yeah, did I feel don't. I, very I don't safe really recommend. Good. 
uh, getting it if you can if you can avoid it. Yeah, uh, it's not very nice. Well, it's hard because you you get really fuddled with this with this kind of stuff as well. It's hard. So, were you did you have to basically just take complete time out, or were you able to work? Um, well, I had Tia. I had my daughter with us. Um, she, the three of us had it, and she and she was uh, after a couple of days. She was fine, luckily. But then it meant that she has to stay here in isolation for another nine days. And that was that was a bit challenging, but uh, for her and for and for me, but uh, we got over it. Good. Well, I'm glad to see you are well, and uh, that's all good. Sorry, I'm just adjusting my. Uh, pa- the last live stream I did was everything was in the in the cloud, which is the other thing I was really chuffed about because you've seen I've been kind of battling with this technology, trying to get it to work, and it absolutely mm-hmm. did work. Um, so I'm very pleased, and we've we've actually learned a lot of things. Well that means that we can now do it, uh, we'll be able to do it even better next time we get the opportunity. Uh, lovely to see you, Yoad. Um, of course, I keep forgetting, actually, Yoad, you know, both Yoad and Gaz and myself have got tracks on the Sonic album. You should definitely check that out. If you go to bandcamp.com, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. But we've got an album, Sonic Sonic 001, Volley 001, um, great tracks from everybody, still available, help fill your boots. We've also got Mr. Gaz Williams, who's also fresh from Berlin, or perhaps not so fresh. You didn't get <laughs> COVID, but you you got a, a nasty cold. Oh yeah, yes. So we might be a bit snotty today. Apologize, apologize for that. But um, yeah. Wow. I mean, what an amazing event it was, wasn't it? I mean, I only caught t- two days: the Friday and Saturday, and uh, that's just not enough. I mean, it's uh, it's such an incredible show, as we will go into, I'm sure, in a bit. But um, uh, but one thing has to be said: there was a great energy and a great positive vibe there. Mm. It was, just, people just weren't really- moaning about the fact that because there weren't very many people there, but they couldn't be. They weren't allowed to have more than five hundred people on site, I think, or maybe a thousand. And there definitely weren't that. And it rained, and you know, so those things did affect things. But nobody was. Everybody was like, "I don't care. I'm just glad they've done it. I'm pleased to be here. This is yeah. really important that it happened." You know, so and there was like an enormous amount of exhibitors. So I think it was somewhere 138. I think I heard, or certainly over 130. So yeah. Um, great turnout from uh, the manufacturers although and i'm sure this will be something that we will talk about everybody had the same story to tell didn't they regarding the yeah uh, the when's it going to be available i don't know depends when we can get the component although there were one or two who said well i saw this coming so i bought i i ordered enough for the next two years and you go well that's great that's that's the other thing that was uh, very clear is most of the manufacturers had all said or many of them said we've had the best year ever you know yeah. the last 12 months so, because yep. people are uh, uh, with with the with people who have to kind of isolate, you know, they turn inwards and mm. go, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna explore more of my hobbies. I'm gonna buy that thing so I can, you know." It was that thing about you know saving for a rainy day. Well, here was like an eighteen month rainy day, so that was the time to. Uh to actually buy things. I think know. so. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's very freeform. I haven't really, well, I've got, I've got a set of videos and um, I'm just going to start with a couple of things just to sort of get the ball rolling because these are things that you may not have seen. And the first one, I'm going to keep our pre-roll ads because I want to say thank you very much to our sponsors uh, who were Bitwig and Baby Audio and also Studio Logic. You will probably have seen their trailers and their bumpers. So uh, thank you to them for their support and everybody who supported us by, you know, the 
the various different bundles and things that we do. We try not to make it too crassly commercial, but these things cost a lot of money and uh, we're glad that we were able to make it happen. So we'll start here. This is a fascinating thing. This is now uh, demand. The man with the machine basically is the name of this uh, this product, and this is a, he's a he's a. Uh, quite a well-respected modular performer. So thanks for showing up at the booth. Uh, today I, I show Matthias you Kettner. Um, a module which is called Droid. And this is all part of the Droid. I'm going to fast forward it because this is all good. Left, but the thing that's most interesting... They kept charged up. Yeah, yeah, they charged up. Uh, it's a, band, bank of, a bank of four faders and they are motorised faders. And the thing that he's done that's really, really clever... The system is quite low. He's, he's figured out how to power them properly, which is quite challenging. But also, because they're motorised, he's made them... So they have sort of auto detents. So you can have a detent in the middle to use it like a patch, like a pitch wheel. You can have snaps, so you can have 12 steps for semitones or five steps for notes. And that's all done in the kind of, in the programming of the fader. It's really, really clever. And the, each layer, the fa each descriptive layer of the faders can do lots of different things. And they all, you have to watch the whole video, really. I'm not going to play it all because it is quite long. I mean, no, Andy was really impressed with this. Let me yeah. see if I can find... Let's find an example that makes it really because you yeah so yeah so this is just an example so now let's have a, a second track you know i have i've set up these as, as mute buttons and now i have a, a second track and i can change the notes for that track you can see they kind of stop and there's nothing fancy about them it's just about the way they're controlled uh, electronically track two change the notes track one Now, and it's all controlled by a sort of a text file and JSON. Now, I'm going to come to you, Yoad, first, because you've got a whole bunch of moving... Fa have you got a moving fader system there? I can't remember if it's moving fader or not. I have, but I haven't used it for, for ages. I don't think that the computer that controls it even even works. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's all... Uh, I mean, not this side, but I have 48 or... Um, 36 motorized and the rest, uh, oh, that should be. Anyway, because they're not all mounted, but, and finally enough, I just got this the other day. Ah. The Fader Bank, Fader Yeah, Port the two. Personas, yeah. Yeah. And you know, this is so, this is so convenient just having it right here. Um, That's so funny. You've got an actual 48-channel moving fader system. And yeah, yet. but, but you know, I, I, the, the, the way I use the desk is quite uh, in, in like a modular way. So I use yes. the mic preamps and then I sometimes use the, the like 48, uh, 48 channels for summing. But as much as I like the sound of summing, it's, uh, it's not suitable for every type of music. Right. Um, right. It's good for, for stuff with a lot of organic instruments, uh, acoustic guitars, drums, live drums, things like that. It, vocals sound great on it, and everything sounds a little bit wider and more round and, and stuff. But sometimes you want that like really clean and crisp and immediate, you know, sort of uh, yeah. impact yeah. Uh, with all the transients. Uh, so. Um, and so so I, what, what I do you do then? Do you just go directly into the D2As? I mean, what if you want that? If uh, then I just do it in the box. So right. usually I, I I would mix 
uh, have all the plugins obviously in the box because I want to be able to recall quickly, to recall a session quickly. Um, I don't want to be fiddling with knobs. There's no, yeah. there's no uh, total recall installed uh, on this desk. Um, so, and I really don't need it. And I certainly don't do my rides on the desk um, channels because I haven't done it for years, you know. Um, because it's just easier to do it with one fader where you can record the automation and then edit it. Or if you move or change the arrangement, it moves with the, you know, the automation moves with the regions and stuff like that. So for me, those days of, of doing it all on the desk are, are long gone. Uh, and but I, I, suppose, I suppose what... Just I sp- Sorry, yes, I suppose sorry. what I was getting at is just the fact that you've got those motorized faders, something like this could, that could actually turn, you know, the faders that are closest to your right hand, for instance. You could just go, well, I want each of these to have, 16 of them to have a semitone sort of notch like this thing has. So you could just use it to, as a step sequencer really quickly, or for instance. That would just really in- I just think it's an ingenious bit of Absolutely. Uh, design. Absolutely. It's, it's a really cool... It's a really cool... Uh, instrument maybe i should say uh, and i would love to have it it's too complicated it, these are not it's actually it make it actually makes more sense to to get like a tascam you know those 24 uh, yeah. i don't remember what it's yeah. called and and take it apart because it's a, it has a more modern sort of electronics and and ways of interfacing with the faders and yeah but it you know but it's very very highly customized system you have to bypass the audio that goes through the faders. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a whole big thing, and I don't see the. I'm I'm happy with one. The f- for now, the the one downside that I that I have with using one fader is that you know in Logic you can select multiple channels and then yeah. move the faders together, which is something I do a lot with, with sands and with 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 volume and pen. Not not so much pen, but mainly volume. Um, and this one, because it sends, um, you know, data to the selected track, even though the other ones are selected, the one that it's actually on is the only one that's going to move. So if you move, if you touch any of, let, let's say you selected three faders right. and you, 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 you move any thing. one of them with the mouse, they will move. But when you use the fader, only the one that you're actually on will move. So that's a I'm- little bit... I'm fairly confident that a man with your resources will no doubt get to work on the environment in Logic and figure out a way to make I, that work, yeah. right? Yeah, if, if I had the time, maybe. But uh, for now, uh, it's, it's, still, it's still really convenient to, yeah. to have it. Just a bit more on this uh, the, this fader module. They yeah. come in banks of four. They aren't cheap, uh, but there's some really interesting technology How in much? there because uh, they're 400 euros, so it's about 100 euros a fader. Wow. But... <laughs> Because it has so to be powered from the Eurorack case, it's got this really yeah. clever capacitive kind of power supply that charges itself up over th- five or six seconds and then is ready to use. And he said it's never run out, but he had to solve all those problems. It's a really, I mean, in terms of performance, it's kind of fascinating. I must admit, I was kind of like, ooh, yeah, can think of all sorts yeah. of ways he could use that. But yeah, it's expensive. You can do up to 64 modules, by the way. So you can have a lot of faders. Wow. 16 so modules, so 64 faders. Something that you can't tell from the video is just how much, how strong the kind of haptic feedback is that you get from the faders. It's had a little go of it, and it's really kind of quite notched. 
so the I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that 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 is uh, scalable as well. It absolutely is because you can make it so it's totally fluid. But it's like you know, so you can you really feel each of yeah. the sort of steps of it. So I should mention for the you know for step sequencing or things where you want that kind of uh, precision or to be really to clever in steps. Yeah, yeah, very clever. Yeah. Yeah. I I can I can sense that maybe someone's going to grab that and go mm, maybe I can write some macros that would work with something like a Behringer X Touch or a, you know anything which has got motorized faders that allows you to kind of then go well actually let's have the faders do these things I mean I don't know whether you get that level of control whether it can be controlled via via MIDI I mean I guess if it can be controlled by JSON which is essentially text files that you have to load it then I'm sure MIDI would be able to do it as well but yeah it's, I think it's a, a quite a paradigm shift brilliant a really brilliant idea isn't it yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, see if I can find it. Um, I'm just going to open the window because I can. Then I could use my other shot, and we can all be in it. Here we go. This is this is the guy. Uh, that's my shot, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Improvised electric. He doesn't have anything. Demand mach the machine. He has nothing about any of it. I don't know where you get it. I have no idea because he doesn't mention it on his website at all. It's all about his music. But good for him. I mean, he's a really, really smart bloke. I've never come across him before, and all his musical examples were just really good. So he's obviously kind of. A, a, just a very accomplished musician, but uh, you know, with a very inquisitive mind, very worth checking out. That's my first video. I don't know if anybody else has got any other. Uh, um, well, actually, shall I? No. I, what I'm going to do because it's been a while, I'm just going to drop in a little message from our friends over at. Now I don't know which button. I've forgotten which button does. Isotope. Oh, there we go. Isotope is a one of a kind membership for producers ready to take their tracks to the next level. Once you join, you'll gain access to powerhouse Isotope plugins and a curated selection of tools from our partners, such as Melodyne from Celimony. Plus, as long as you're a member, you'll get every future update to the Isotope plugins in your membership for no extra cost. We'll also regularly serve you new curated content like exclusive inspiration-sparking sample packs and preset packs, and industry-leading training ranging from our own tutorials to vocal production lessons from the world-renowned Berkeley Online, taught by Grammy-winning producer and engineer, Prince Charles Alexander. With new content being added every month full of valuable production techniques, tips and tricks, and solutions to common production problems, becoming a member is an investment in your career that grows as you and your career do. For more information on Isotope Producers Club, head to isotope.com. And if you want to find out more, we've got a special landing page. If you go to isotope.com forward slash Sonic Talk, that'll get you to the special welcome page, which will give you details on how to get uh, a free month. Uh, you have to sign up and do all of that stuff, but you can obviously cancel after you've had a month just to see how you go. So we thank them very much for their support. Um, so anybody else got anything? Uh, that was my first look. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll come to you, Yada. I know you've been busy, so maybe you didn't get a chance to see everything, but uh, it's worth a try, right? And I'll see if I can load the video uh... up in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you to to be honest, I I couldn't I couldn't follow it in 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 real time because I was really really busy also making up for for backlog of of mixes and stuff uh, that accumulated when I was uh, when I wasn't well. Um, but what I did see, uh, and so, so so yesterday I was looking at the links and then I said, oh my god, I have to kind of go through all that. Uh, which I will in the next few days, but I did, certainly didn't have time to, to to do it for for the show. But what I did come across, which was really interesting, is the Egan ma Matrix. Ah, um, okay, yeah, for Murak. For, 
for your rack. And, uh, and as you know, I just love this synth engine. I have it here. I don't know. The mini. Ah, oh, you've got that. Right, mini. Okay. Um, such an amazing synth. And, um, yeah. and from, from what I understand, uh, you have eight macros, uh, which you can program to, which you can assign to, to do different stuff in the engine itself the engine itself with the continuum mini and even with the continuum uh there are no controllers there, there are no knobs there's a program change and uh and octave switch so that's the only thing you can you can change and if you want to change anything like release time or anything or the delay amount or something like that you have to go in the editor and I have to say that the editor is very, very difficult to, to master. Yeah, uh, it's you quite, really it's have quite, to learn. It's yeah. not like an editive, uh, like a subtractive or editive or wavetable or anything like that. It's a very, very kind of synthesis language that you really have to, to learn and, uh, and master before you can do anything with it. But once you do, it's such a powerful engine that doesn't sound like anything else no. um, and i just love it um i started watching some of the they they have some some very very interesting um youtube it's like a course it's really like a university course uh, because a lot of it is is physics it's uh right the viscosity and you know uh, and 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 things like that of the the bouncing spring and all that uh, that you have to 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 basically to apply in order to design the sound it's very very interesting and i recommend everyone who's interested in in synths and stuff to to get into that uh, and now i don't know what what, what this new uh, eurorack unit costs um, it, it was about 800 euros. Is that right, Gaz? Because yeah. that's one of the ones I didn't, because Gaz, Gaz shot, shot that up, with, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me just quickly yeah. bring the video up because uh, I can then, uh, so if I do that and then do this, we'll get here. That. So that's, yeah, uh, I, I, it's, a, it's quite a long video, but just that's yeah. it. It's quite yeah. large. Uh, it's at zero and we're all the way at the top. And those are the macros and it shows that's macro control, which is cool. I think he did some audio examples at the end. You have here a micro C. I don't know. This is a bagpipe that <laughs> you can play. <laughs> the bagpipe. <laughs> Now, you may be thinking, that's not very synthy, but the point is, it's mm. so... I, I think that I think this is going to... Because this has been in... in you know, the, 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 the Egan uh, Matrix has been around for a long time, but now it's in the Osmos. Uh, it's yes. it, obviously in the fingerboards, the continuums. Uh, it's also now... Uh, I, and I don't know whether there's going to be a software component to it, but it is a really, really impressive synthesis engine, and it's, it's quite yeah. new. And as people are looking for more stuff, I think there's going to be a lot more of it. You shot it, Gaz. I mean, you probably heard more sound examples than we did, and I didn't edit the video, so I'm afraid I haven't had a chance. I'm like you, uh, um, Yard. I, I I didn't get a chance to watch all the videos either. I've been <laughs> doing the other stuff, you know. But yeah. Um, well, something that's quite interesting is that Edmund Egan. He's is a musician first and foremost, and uh, he 
you know, he'd, he, he'd composed, uh, I think, very successfully for uh, Canadian television, winning uh, the, a, 19, a Gemini Award in 1992. So that's, I guess, equivalent to a... MA or uh, something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, so he does have this background as a musician and as a sound designer. Um, and I think that's quite an important element because there's a, mus- a musicality to the sound of that synth that is really quite special. And this is why it lends itself so well to the Osmos. So I'm assuming we're going to talk about the Osmos mm. in, in detail in a bit. Uh, is that right? Yeah, we 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 can we we will certainly mention that as well because obviously the Osmos, yeah. while not you know it's just we just got an update basically, but we shot a video on that and lots of people are very excited about it. But that's yeah. got the Egan Matrix inside it as well, and you know you've yes. got macros as well as the XYZ and secondary yes. aftertouch and pressure, so it's it's very mm-hmm. suited to that performative surface. Right. So, but now with it being in a module and then it being essentially open up to any form of input, you know, like that, that little, uh, those motorized faders, as an example, um, uh, it's a platform of incredible versatility. I think it's one of the main things with the uh, Egan matrix like, is that, um, all the envelopes are, are essentially generated by these kind of inputs. So when you play the Harkin, uh, yes, not, all of the dynamics are manually, yeah, the manual yeah. rather than yeah, yeah, not they're not automated. Yeah. Uh, yes, they're not yeah. handled. Yes, I, I, and that, that lends it's, that lends itself to being very uh, well, just just incredibly responsive to the smallest nuance. So, hence the Harkin continuum and the Osmos being ideal platforms for it. But I, yeah, I'm most curious, really, to see how this is going to be used and who will be using it and what will they be connecting it to. Uh, but I think, as well, I think it should give uh, people who are maybe thinking of buying a Continuum or an Osmos a little bit more confidence as that platform becomes uh, like a bigger platform, I suppose. Um, there are roughly around 300 presets available for the Egan matrix. Um, I think when you get, so when you get that module, you know, there'll be lots and lots of presets. When you do see the editor, it is, it is a little bit like, uh, you know, yeah, that's not very friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, however, I'm not normally a fan of presets, but, uh, certainly in in, using the Osmos and exploring these sounds is a, is a totally joyous thing to do yeah um, well i mean the thing is they transition from one that the start point and the end point depending on how you express that sound it radically changes the sound yeah. characteristics so somewhere in between you know hitting it Ooh. hard or playing it slowly or sliding or or the, uh, one of the other yeah. you get somewhere that there's nothing like what you started with yeah and then and the i mean and the I think both the Continuum and Osmos are both fabulous for this, that you can find that and then you can kind of hold it and pl- and manipulate that sweet spot, you know, so you you find the, 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 the biting point where you want and then you can then really perform with it and 
uh, it's lovely on the Osmos just being able to, uh, well, like the Osmos is amazing. You can just l- lay your finger as gently well, sh- as you can. Should I maybe play a little bit of Osmos now just so that people get an idea of the context? Let's because we're, so yeah. th- this again is using the, the heart, the Egan and matrix is built in to the actual hardware. So bear that in mind. So you get this very, uh, uh, detail control. So let me just see what video number is that? That's three. Well, here we are, Chris, in the hut. Right, I'm going to fast forward it to where he starts to play. We didn't have a scream, did we? Yeah, yeah. And some people who did. I mean, are you all basically, but all directly when only pressing like one millimeter? Teeny tiny bit of movement, yeah. Play that continuously, just like you would be able to do when you would be singing or, let's say, playing a violin. Then you have a second vertical pressure dimension which is called yeah the aftertouch or the high quality aftertouch due to the fact that it's got so much key travel as well as resolution going on and as you can already hear i'm also able to bend the keys to the left to the right to play vibrato i mean that's a very basic example but it's I mean, I had a little play with it and I was there filming with uh, Chris and then outside there was a massive queue of people who would... Because what they were doing, obviously, it's not in production yet and it's been slowed down through, you know, just a world situation. But it is on track and that was all... That was pretty damn close to the final production. And everybody who who seemed to have like backed it and had pre-ordered because it's I mean it, it's still a bunch of money it's 1899 euros but I honestly think that is a bargain for what you're getting there I think they could yeah. charge way more than that um but the, because it's it's a it is one of those things that I think you can you can say it's a game changer because it kind of is um so I I just think that's something to to really bear in mind if you're looking for that kind of level of control and I suppose it's particularly uh, if they get their act together and can get them produced I mean particularly as they there's all these kind of like Roly orphans, although they have, uh, to be fair, Roly did say they were going to continue to support the seaboards, and that's fine. Hopefully they do. But for those people who perhaps were thinking, well, I won't buy one because I could buy something else. It's honestly, it is quite game changing. And I hate to use that sort of word, but uh, yeah, that was no, the it, other. It hundred percent is. I mean, I said I said it on the last live stream that we did, and I'll say it again. It's the best musical technology instrument I have ever experienced in my life. Yeah. I think that's fair. I I will just add that there's, bear in mind that there's there's a learning curve to it. So you can just flick through the presets and say, wow, wow, that sounds great. But actually in order to play and and exploit its expressivity, you need to, you need to, it's an instrument that you have to learn how to play. It happens to be on an X, Y, Z kind of a keyboard sort of layout in, in, in the case of the continuum mini or the continuum, but it's, it's an instrument that you just, you know, it's almost like the difference between playing a, a, a guitar and a lap steel. You know, it's a different, it's a different piece. I would agree. I mean, I think that probably does apply to the uh, fingerboards, uh, the continuums. But in terms of the keyboard, it's very familiar. And it's it's not like the Roly stuff was, was quite different because you're doing a lot of that across a number of fingers. The thing mm. with the Osmos is they've stopped that necessity for moving, for having to play it with moving your fingers and... It, it's actually it's much more immediately familiar. I think would be fair to say with with the Osmos at least. But the actual but, but, but the- Portamento, sorry, but Portamento will still be more difficult than with the yes Roly or the or the Continuum. 
Yes, but you can portmanteau with uh, you can kind of control the speed of the portmanteau with with the pressure axis, and that's really interesting. So you can, if you do this slow pressure, you can make really slow portmanteau, or you know, if you play fast, then it'll be very fast portmanteau. Yeah. So when you play around with some song, uh, some sounds that really use portamento in that way, and you want to kind of do like a theremin-y kind of a very legato way of playing, mm-hmm. you can. You and just don't have. You're not sliding. It's a different. So it's. But yeah, it's. it's different. Different. Yeah. It, you're using it, the, it, the the pressure, the speed of your. Yeah. Of your anyway, Again, let's something to to learn. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, uh, we, we, we shouldn't develop because we did talk about that quite a lot on the live stream as well. But I, I mean, un- unsurprisingly, because it was so cool. Okay, anybody got anything else that they want? Gaz, you haven't, uh, you, I mean, Osmos, that was a sort of joint thing. Have you got anything that I might have in my in my list? That's a really difficult question because you don't know what's in my list. <laughs> well, I mean, something I thought was really interesting because it was just uh, a, a surprise was the PWM uh, malevolence. Since. Yes. Um, okay, let let me let me let me just get a bit of that going on just because Ah, well, that's fair enough. I think we can pull Whittington music. So what are we looking at here, Paul? So this is called The Malevolent. It's our first offering. It's a analog synth modular from here to here. Some call it semi-modular, but I don't find that term that useful. It is all on one PCB but we've got separate modules here, so it is a proper modular synth. It's of course, quite, quite aggressive. Really interesting filter, it's a Salon key filter. And we have kept the burbles, so it will kind of Ooh. go and Ooh, do naughty my. things. I don't know if you're getting that. All right, so this is the Peter, it's a, a UK <laughs> manufacturer, uh, Paul Whittington Music, hence PWM. I went back, I didn't shoot anything, but I was I had a bit of downtime and I went back and I played with it for a while and I have to say it was very rewarding. And he's done some really interesting things with performance stuff. They're going, you know, the, the list price I think is four nine nine, but he thinks the street price may well be lower than that, which is very, very competitive. And it, um so yeah, are you did you get to play with it as well, Gaz? I mean it's a pretty yeah, nice absolutely. thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it, I, I just thought in many ways it was everything a like monosynth should be in 2021 in terms of um, well, the connectivity and it's a, can, and you can power it with USB-C as well, which I think is quite cool. Um, uh, and then obviously USB MIDI. Uh, but then the choices of... Uh, Oh, who's that? Is that Sorry. you? Who's, yeah, who's calling um, you now? Go to your ad, go to your ad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I think Gaz, that's an obviously an urgent call. So, yeah, um, this is an interesting instrument because it uses the Future Sound, Future Sound Systems, who are London-based, uh, or actually Bristol-based manufacturers. So what Paul's done is he's combined his skill and knowledge because what he knows how to do is manufacture at scale uh, off, you know, out of the country. So he's brought this in at a great price, and it looks like it's going to be a really interesting instrument. Yeah, uh, it, sound, it sounds really good. It, it reminds me a little bit it's like a modern MS-10 or something like that. Mm. that what, that's what it kind of. Uh, and when when you when he showed you the the triangle wave and all that, it sounds really. It sounds almost like 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 an SH or something as mm. well in Had terms weight. of the yeah the the low end. The filter sounds very interesting. Um, not too keen on the design, but that's a personal taste. Uh, 
I'm just seeing if I can bring the, up a picture know, of it. Uh, one dot PWM. Design of the hardware. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But it, it and the price he mentioned is uh, sounds it, like it's a, like it's a bargain. Yeah, I'm just. I, I think it'll work modular, on battery power as well. Is, if that's something you that you need from your synths, I'm just looking for the actual. I don't think he's got any. I don't think he's got any pictures of it on here. Uh, malevolent. Let's have a look. Gallery. Yes, here we go. There must be a. Yeah, here we go. So if I just bring that up. We can see. Maybe I can make that big. Mini, of course. Two oscillators, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and but that each of the shapes is mixable. So you've got uh, uh, sawtooth, triangle, and square with a variable uh, shape on each of them. Obviously, on the the square, it does PWM. On the uh, the triangle, it sort of folds a bit. And on the sawtooth, can't remember what it did, but it, it the drive uh, I've I found really pleasing as well. It can really it it can be very aggressive, and I. Think think in many ways, um, you know, you're right about the sort of MS-20 vibe, but the, I don't know a Salon key filter. I've, I, I had to look it up. I didn't know what it was, which is, makes me feel very uh, uneducated, but uh, it certainly has a, a, quite a unique flavour to it. Are you back, Gaz? I can't tell if you are yeah. or not. All oh, right. Okay. Um, excellent. Yeah. 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 Um, so the underlying synth is a future sound system synth. Uh, so um, um, Finley and Jamie have, uh, are the people who've made the essential synth. So this has been sort of uh, repurposed, if you will, into this new um, uh, into this new new form factor. Uh, when the Brunswick came out, it was more of a kind of kit synth. Um, oh, is this based on the Brunswick then? I didn't realise that. Yes, it is. Yes, ah, yes, okay. it is. So, um, so future sound systems have got a reputation for quite gnarly sounding. Uh, they make modules and, of course, famously collaborate with Throbbing Gristle with, for the Gristleizer. That's true, yeah. So I think Malevolent, the name of the synth, kind of gives you some idea of the character. And, uh, and you really can get it to sound quite gnarly indeed. There's a drive circuit on there as well. Uh, and it... It really is a very pleasing and satisfying synth. Um, the end cheeks are kind of uh, held on magnetically, so you can detach the end cheeks. And then I think it's 19 inches, so you will be able to um, rack it, if you will, or put it certainly along with a, um, a Euro rack uh, sort of rig, which I think would be nice, little, you know, quite a nice little uh, controller for a Euro rack rig because there's, you know, plenty of, uh, of patch points on there. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, uh, there's some interesting things because it's got a joystick with a kind of whole unusual use of the joystick. Yeah. So the joystick here, yeah. you know, you can use, there's a down, uh, when you go down, it'll hold, it's got an arpeggiator and it's kind of an interesting, it's got some interesting mm -hmm. performative aspects to yeah, it. Yeah, so well. you can, yeah, you can change the mode of the joystick and, and then you can sort of do modulations uh, and um, glides and various things. Uh, and uh, one of the things I think Paul was saying is, he, you know, that there's that this is about learning to play it um, and yeah. to, to get the most out of it really is to kind of master that joystick, I think. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to come in. At, I've, I've heard about a price that you hopefully could come in at, which is amazing. So it's definitely one to keep an eye out for. Um, yeah, I mean, it, and uh, give, more... give, the, give Behringer a run for their money, you know, as well. <laughs> They're using the same kind of, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and it's going to be more coming from the from the brand as well. So yeah, it makes total um, sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That was a good one. Nice choice there, Gaz. Uh, I think what I'll do now is just quickly go to our friends over at Modal. Thanks. 
obviously modal this is the cobalt 8 uh, which I need to update this video because it's an 8 voice extended virtual analog synth but the innovative oscillator has more than 34 algorithms I think it's close to 40 now beautiful uh, uh, cosmetically as well morphable 4 pole ladder filter 29 endless con controllers encoders for real time control internal sequencer and arpeggiator MPE support for expression modal app for Mac Windows iOS and Android VST3 AU if you want to find out more head over to bit.ly slash get underscore modal uh, we thank them very much for their support uh, much appreciated um yeah I, I think that was a good one as well i mean there's definitely more any more from you yard is was there anything else that you saw that was uh, that that kind of floated your boat that i may be able to um, or may not bring the video in <laughs> i I'm, i mean the ones we discussed so far are the ones that i've managed to actually actually watch um so i didn't really have time to do my okay. homework so i apologize that's all right. Well, we must do this um, then. This is the yeah. dread, the dreadbot from Nymphus. Uh -oh. Nymphus. Now, but you've still been making synthesizers, which I have been enjoying, and you uh, have a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. pretty hard times. Um, I think I you play. Let's see if I can. Godlike. Uh, ah. Yep. It's ex yes, yes. <laughs> so you've got reverse. Yeah, we made the river. So. I won't, I, yeah, you watch the video because there, there's some really good stuff in there, actually. The, the Nymph is, as we suspected, it's a six-voice analog synthesizer with a sub-oscillator, single single VCO. That's there's that It's mono, but it's got a built-in uh, uh, reverb. That's the one thing that perhaps people weren't expecting. And I spoke to Yanis about this, and the issue is, if to make it stereo, six extra VCAs would just make the cost kind of just way more prohibitive. But it yeah. sounded really, really nice. And it's got some really interesting voice modes. So you can turn it into a three-voice stacked detuned you know so you could double up the oscillators and, and mess around with the, the voice modes and it um, but it to me it, it did sound really nice i didn't get a chance to go i wanted to go back and do a kind of uh play with the whole uh the whole thing and get the uh you know get a, a sound demo myself but i just couldn't do that i'm just going to post this in the uh, chat rooms uh what's that's dreadbox effects isn't it dreadbox dash effects.com there we go oh except i'll spell it right next time god i'm numb so, uh, Gaz, did you get to play yeah. this uh no i didn't uh but i did i mean i did check it out and uh, certainly from the videos but the thing that was quite interesting to me uh was how it feels quite related to the abyss um and right. there is going to be a follow-up to the abyss that some people thought were go was going to be shown at Superbooth, but that's still a way off, I think, um, from being ready. Um, but uh, the price point on this, I think, is the thing, really, isn't it? This is a you know a fully analog synth coming in under five hundred euros, yeah, uh, which I think is super cool. But also um, following on from their hit in the Typhon, uh, which has has been uh yeah a super hit for them um i think the nymphus is it will be a will will be a hit for sure i'm you know but they they are doing uh this uh kind of shift functionality so everything yeah. that you see on the control panel i i, I must admit i because I, I, yanis was doing that and even he was getting a little bit confused at times but maybe yeah. he was just a bit nervous but yeah there is there is a, a bunch of shift functionality which i'm sure would you know be quite quick to get used to but the one thing that was yeah. really cool is the way that you can route stuff to the LFOs, you know, you can basically route every parameter the LFO 
individually, positively, negatively, monopolar, bipolar. It's really, really quite something that that. So there's a lot of modulation possibilities with very little sources, but a lot of destinations. Yeah, no, really cool. And just I, 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 I always take a real pleasure in seeing Dreadbox bringing out new things. I think partly because uh, we saw Dreadbox kind of from the beginning, really, on Sonic with the, the coverage from, I think, was it the 2011 NAMM show where they were showing the, the Murmuks? Um, yeah, the one that looked like a carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just seeing this company develop, it's just been a, a real thrill and seeing them, you know, really get it right. I think the Typhon connected with a, a lot of people and I know that this one will too. So yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, to absolutely. I don't know whether I've, uh, I, I'm sure I've waxed lyrical, but have you, did you ever get any Dreadbox stuff, um, Yoad? I never did. Uh, every time I hear it, it sounds so good that, mm-hmm. uh, that and and if I'm not mistaken, that's the the first polyphonic synth. Proper poly- uh, Well, the abyss was polyphonic, the but abyss is polyphonic, yeah, the but not polyphonic. quite, yeah. Oh, paraphonic or yeah, no, I think or, or polyphonic. I, I, I think that yeah, I mean, I'm not sure to be honest. I I thought it was paraphonic, but you've got one there, so you would know. That it's fully polyphonic. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. Um, you know, I can't really justify buying a new synth right now, especially when I'm immersed with uh, Dolby Atmos at the moment, just doing mixes and uh, and exploring the kind of spheres above, uh, so to speak, uh, which I'm really, really enjoying. Um, and I can't wait to start producing in Dolby Atmos um which which i'm working on i'm working on a template that will allow me to do that because it's all about having a a very kind of uh serious template because otherwise if you want to stop and do the matrix and everything while you go you won't get too far but um um, and then producing in surround with synths and stuff like that uh that could be that could be really amazing because all the all the paradigms that we grew up on in terms of uh, spatial audio about the relationships between the, the the rear speakers and the front and the distances and the angles and all that this whole paradigm is is basically uh, changed and now we can place we can, we can look at the system as uh, as a twelve speaker kind of wow. system rather than two and it's 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 really great it's really great and uh it it sounds amazing there's so much headroom because there's got to be a room for a nymphus in there somewhere surely exactly <laughs> maybe maybe just from here or in the delay kind of feeding from there you know it's like it's a playground it's a playground and it's great i'm really yeah. enjoying it Here's a question. Here's a question about that, then, Yoad. So, if you were to have a stereo um, synthesizer, uh, and then that you then bring into a Dolby Atmos uh, production, how do you orient where the left and right is? I mean, is it maybe better to have a monophonic source and then that you use uh, the Dolby Atmos processing? For um, well, I think it's 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 heavily depends on what type of stereo if we're talking about dave smith sort of uh stereo when you when you actually split the voices played 
So you have mm -hmm. different information playing in each channel. That's one thing. If you're talking about the Roland kind of way, which is having a monosynth and then having a, a albeit a great chorus on it, that, that would be more problematic because the more correlated your channels are, the more um, the more problems you're going to have with the sweet spot. Um, so you want basically you want the your your sources to be as decorrelated as possible, coming out of different speakers. So right. the one thing you don't want to do is have a mono synth and pan it like somewhere here. So it's like playing on this speaker, on this speaker, on this speaker, and a little bit on this speaker, because then you can, when you move your head, you can hear the phasing and the comb filters kind of happening acoustically in the room. You uh, know what I mean? Okay. So, so you want the sound to be decorrelated, such as going through um, an all-pass kind of diffusion engine or anything like that. The chorus won't really cut it but the like i said the the polyphonic split what which you can do with uh with a lot of synths with some synths uh is perfect for that because you can play a pad and you can have i don't know the the left hand it's not even the left hand but some of the voices coming from the the up the front top and some mm -hmm. from the front back so you really feel kind of engulfed in ah in the so sound. actually that will probably lead us on and really kind of in a nice kind of sequitur there from to the UDO Super 6 module because that works with the binaural processing. So I'm imagining that would be, uh, the Super 6 would be a good one uh, for what you're saying there, Yoad. Do you know that one from UDO? Uh, yes, I've, and I, sh I've, I, sh I saw your... Um your video on it which was uh, which was good and and, and it sounds it sounds great mm. again something that i would like to to add to my my list um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah but binaural is not something that you want to do in an environment like that because uh it's 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 made for for headphones so you have the hrtf filters and stuff so um it it, it <laughs> It wouldn't work in a. It will work on a 2.0 or 2.1 system, but mm -hmm. uh, on a on on a surround system, it's not the, the first thing I would think of. But again, splitting the voices. Yeah. Well, you've got a button on the on the Super Six, uh, the binaural button. So if you take if you press if you turn that off, then every note that you play. The first one will come out of the one channel, and then the next note will come out of the second channel, and then yeah. that would work. Okay, yeah, that's that, that that what you were saying. Absolutely, and and what you can play with, if you have, let's say, you have a pad of uh, I don't know four voices or five voices or something like that, you can mute a few of them, use this function. I, by the way, I, I don't really understand why they call it binaural because I guess because it's it, it, binaural refers to. To, to headphones decoding for ambisonics or Dolby Atmos or any surround. But anyway, let's not get get into that. But what what you could do is uh, is play, let's say, three out of your six or five voices, record it once, and then play the rest and record it again. So you have two stereo stems, and then you you have kind of more, and then you can send two to the front and two to the back or two. To the mm. to the back top, right, and then yeah. you can really have your your voices kind of surrounding you. 
And with a bit of a, of a proper um, 360 reverb or something to, to, to get them all kind of, you know, mixed together. That, that I, I, sound, I, th- uh, I feel we're going to have to have a whole thing on ambisonics <laughs> and, and Atmos just in terms of the effects yeah. and things. We need to cover this in greater depth. I mean, we should probably return to Super with just for now because there are, you know, that there are still a yeah, couple of things. Yeah, sorry for hijacking the that's, No, that's <laughs> absolutely show, but fine. I'm just so excited about this This. Uh, yeah. Well, this is. There's also this really big piece of news which I should probably play now. So this is, uh, if I've got the right video, this oh, is yeah. the Tip Top Buchler, the Tip Top Buchler System 200. So basically, they're making all the components of a Buchler 200 uh, 200 system, which up to now is so you know, they're very again. rare. Hi Ed, hi Sonic States. Uh, we're here at Superboot 2021. Uh, it's not a normal Superboot as we used to have in the past, uh, but we managed to make it here and we, we had two years to sit down and make something really amazing and we've been working in the dark on something special and I'm gonna present it to you today. Um, and that is our collaboration with Bukla to recreate uh, Don's Bukla's 1970s 200 series. Right, I'll leave it there because there's quite a lot of uh, um, explanation. And it's, it's a really big deal because it's done in collaboration with. And these modules are going to be, uh, the, like the oscillator is going to be between, now if I wrote it down somewhere. Less than 200 euros, isn't it? 160 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So there's quite, you know, this is, this is a big deal. So I guess for a full 200E system, you're probably... Yeah, I don't know what it would be, a couple of grand, you know, maybe maybe a bit more. But, I mean, when you consider you're talking 20, really, <laughs> realistically, for, the, for, the, for the, the, the original thing, of which there are very few left in the world, you know, there aren't actually that many. So this is kind of a big deal for those who are into that whole kind of Buchler vibe. I mean, I, I still don't understand. I mean, I was having a conversation with various people because it's, it's one, I was talking with Daniel Miller, actually, and he was saying, you know, the, I, he, he was saying, I, I've not, I hesitate to get into the world of Buchler because it feels like, I have to learn a whole new instrument because not only have I got different control voltages, different scalings, the whole paradigm is very different and it's like learning a completely new technology. And I, I totally get what he means. But uh, this is big news, wasn't it? A lot of people are very excited by, about yeah. this. Yeah. And, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of the demos that I was hearing coming from it sounded typically gurgly, burbly, buchler stuff. Mm. So I'm kind of always... Wondering, I've always wondered with Buchler, I've never really, and, and please, I need to be pointed in the right direction. I've never really heard uh, Alessandro Cortini. Ah, is he the way? Is he the one? Yeah, um, and others, you know, Suzanne Shani, um, you know, there are there are others. I do love the sound of it, but I always wonder when people play it if 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 there is something about the way that it works that just do, does lead you to that kind of gurgly, burgly, bubbly, bubbly stuff. Yeah, uh, that it seems just you know, um, th- which again, it's a very nice sound. I love it, and but it is really cool that Tip Top have done this though, and uh, Tip Top have just. Uh, I think they're one of those really interesting companies who are very, um, very forward thinking. They, of course, they not only were they launching that at Superboot, they also launched a couple of uh, modules uh, that are continual. Uh, that's the new effects, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Effects, I've yeah. got, yeah, yeah. I've got one from the you know from the same range. I've got the Zverb module. That sounds uh, great, doesn't it? Sounds absolutely fantastic. So they do. They're doing now a um, like a distortion um drive one and a modulation one 
as well. So uh, in that range, so, so that 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 means it's five now. There's the reverb one, there's the multi effects one, the delay, yeah, the distortion one, and the mod. Um, and one of the things that's really cool about those particular modules is that you've got a fidelity control which controls the the CPU clock of the of the effect, and all of them have got. That's one thing all of them have got, and. Uh, you know, like when you're using it on a reverb, I mean, I've been using it, maybe overusing this effect and just, you, you just turn the clock speed down of the reverb. It's such an amazing effect. Um, but anyway, yes. But uh, so, yeah, so so good show from Tip Top. But uh, yeah, but that Buchler, I think, uh, you know, taking elements of a Buchler system, you know, maybe just the oscillator, for instance, and integrating it into your existing rack um, could be quite interesting. It's something I definitely want to have a look at. Uh but yeah, it's still it's still very confusing to me. The whole yeah, uh, well, I, I I want to say Tom uh, Tom hi Tom in the chat room uh, from Synth Anatomy said that they're apparently Volt Octave uh, on those ones, and I think. But yes, the the sort of uh. if you're going easy because they've also announced Buchler themselves announced a new uh, more affordable, slightly larger, more functional uh, music easel. So that's something to to look out for as well. Um, Tip top. I'm just going to post this in the show notes because we didn't I didn't get the link in in time. Um, I don't know. I I, I know yeah. You, you know you don't really have that much time for Buchler in your work in your workflow um but I this is yeah all oh, right okay <laughs> because uh because when I, you know the sound is amazing i like the concept of the f filter gate and all that you know that it's uh that you can do so much stuff with rather than setting up cutoff and filter and, and uh, sorry and an envelope to and a trigger for the envelope you can do all these things very easily uh, with like a couple of knobs um, so so it, it's kind of the the concept is really is really clever and the sound is is always great I have to say that the tips up system looks very authentic so you know uh oh yeah they're not, the whole thing they're not bananas by the way that there, there was uh some quite but what they've done yeah, is I mean, they've, okay they've, because you want to you want to still be able to be compatible with with other euro rack modules um but they've what they've done is they've put the little collars around the uh around so the it looks, 3. Yeah, 5, it looks yeah, like which is a really nice touch actually yeah, nice touch, touch. yeah yeah nice really touch, cool so. very nice <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but again, these probably won't be happening for a little. I think that I think they said actually. Hold on. I think they said that. Uh, what did, what was it? It was uh, Christmas for the first two modules, which were going to be the oscillator and the quad function generator. So they're starting up. You know, they wanted. They were hoping to have the whole range ready to go as a system, but you know, components, components. You know, we've talked about that before. It's just it, it's the thing. So do you have? Uh, I would definitely go for the white. Uh, for the white option, because I see everything comes in two in two options, ah, in two okay. colors. I didn't see that. Okay, I'm just looking for it because uh, it's sliding past. Oh, it's on yeah. a slider. Let me see if I can. So, tip of audio. If we go there and if I click on the Eurac 200 series, then let's see. So uh, there's not much. It's just a sort of holding page for the time being. So I'm not yeah. sure about that. I think the effects come in do different uh, colours. That's for white, sure. White yeah, and black. the white and yeah. black. I think that's right. But I don't mm. think the Eurorack ones will will because that's going to be too too far. That's away not going to look like a bookla. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Black. Um, uh, what now? Is there anything else? The, the, I wanted also to give a shout out for the dope for frequency shifter. Now, oh, yeah. 
uh, that I, 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 I've got the video here, but I don't think. Let me see. Did I actually? Don't for number eight. I think this is the last video. I spoke to her. Don't for. And if you play with the tritonum, it's like that. Now it does sound quite experimental, but um, he put some other stuff through it. And honestly, the subharmonics and the intro—it was a really, really interesting and sound. You have a control um, which uh, is used um, to adjust the output between. It's almost like subharmonic generator, isn't it? Honestly, I, I, it's probably not coming across all that well, but the, the flexibility of this thing, it was a, it's the Dofa frequency shifter 1-126-2, you know, his, his classic, classic uh, naming convention that makes it really hard. But it, it, it's going to be about 350 euros, but it sounded amazing. It really did sound good. And I would I would heartily recommend that uh, you should check it out. I was going to also f find it. The other thing that's worth mentioning is uh, this came in. The, I think I mentioned it in the live stream and somebody said that in the chat. I remember seeing it go past that not only is it kind of quite vintage electronics, uh, uh, but hold on, it it kind of his website is also vintage as well. Which, if we look at it, it's literally the Don't Feel Right homepage is is oh, yeah. just the the beginning of the internet. Still, it's <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. It's just, and I quite yeah. like that. I like the fact the manual, that it's just yeah. <laughs> the manuals are like sort of technical sheets and stuff. Yeah, as well. yeah. <laughs> but um, um, he, uh, uh, Mr. Dopefer said to me, you know, that he'd had the best year ever, and he's been going since the beginning wow. of Europe. And he said last year was wow. the most, the the big, the best year for business ever. And he said that you know it's astonishing. Because again, we spoke about this at the beginning of the program. Really nice thing that though, because it does so many different things. I didn't fully yeah. understand it because you need now. I can't remember what the, you need a specific kind of oscillator quad. I can't remember what it was now that he said it was a, a quad, a, a quad something or other a quad random. Yeah. I've forgotten that uh, really nice though. I have to say, and, and yeah, just good for processing all sorts of things. That's something that you should probably just put in your rack and use it for a send effect. Um, Cause it's just amazing. Uh, yeah. And I really recommend that. I'll, uh, I'll look into it. Thanks. Let me see if I can find the link to uh, the actual link to. Oh, it doesn't. It's in frames as well. It's uh, it's so old. It's in frames, so I can't actually even post the link because it doesn't appear as a link. I have to do this: copy link address, and let's see if I can make it actually post. Okay, there we go. There's the actual. Right, brilliant. I got it. I wonder if it'll that that show. Yeah, there we go. It shows up in the chat. Um, I wanted to throw that in there because you know he that's where it all started. He's you know the the, the yeah. godfather of uh, of and he's finally starting to use that as a little bit of a thing. You know, saying you know yeah okay I'll take that and using it in his uh, in his marketing and his taglines, which is great because he's such a sort of unassuming guy and I'm sure he doesn't mm. want to big himself up. But really good. Um, yeah. I, I, is there anything else? Because we got to five yeah. o'clock. I mean, we could go on for hours easily with this. Oh. There is two things. Um, I, I mentioned earlier the Super 6 had obviously had they've released their module. Now, there's just one thing I wanted to mention about that, which I think is super smart, and I'd like to see other people do it, is that they put Visa mounts on the back yes. of that module. Now, it's a very simple thing to do, but it's just a standard Visa mount. So is it VESA or Visa or however you say it? Visa. Visa, Visa mount. So there's so many cheap options for mounting monitor stands there. I thought that was 
stroke of genius, and I'd like to see other. Yeah, that was very and, clever. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and just put it on a monitor stand. You can get the gas on monitor stands, mm -hmm. and then you can the whole. You yeah. can move the whole. It was, it yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And just a really, really nice industrial uh, design. I thought, on, as on ever that. with his stuff, and a yeah. great, great demo. I, I heartily recommend that you check yeah, it out. It's it was, a fantastic yeah, demo. Insane. I'll um, post the link. To, uh, let me just post the link to all the stories sure. in the show notes quickly. Uh, yeah, go, Gaz. I'm wearing a Yuhi. Civilization T-shirt. Now, this uh, the Civilization module is one of my absolute favourite modules that I've got. Now, it's the centerpiece of my Eurorack adventure. Uh, I've people who've been following my show may may know that. But um, Yuhi also had a, another module, so they, which would be their second hardware product, which is called the Wiretap. Oh, yeah. Yes, and that was quite interesting. That was uh, it's a way of like deriving rhythms from your melodies. So. There's like comparator circuits in there or whatever. If the notes go up, it's um, the up uh, output will send a you know a trigger si signal. Um, if the note, if the melody goes down, the down one will. Or if it's the same, you'll, so you, your melodies can be feeding a whole load of percussion modules. And uh, and I thought that sounded great. You know, you can get really interesting. So as as you play and manipulate your melodies. The rhythms move in tandem with it too. Thought that was very clever. Um, I'm just going to post the link to the playlist because not all of the videos got stories on you on uh, Sonic State. So if you want to see all of them, uh, go to the link that I've just posted. That's that will give you everything. Sorry to interrupt you there, Gaz. Yeah, no, and, fine. That's oh, fine. and thanks to uh, thanks to Wagyu for a great uh, ah. little. Uh, we we probably spent that on uh, we yeah the fund we spent the fund on we found a really nice Italian restaurant which when you go to a show. You find a good restaurant. Well, I say really nice. It was just around the corner from the hotel. It's like you got to, when you find somewhere to eat at a show, you just go every night because you can't waste time looking for somewhere else every night. It takes hours. So you just go, yeah, we go there. It's fine. We haven't gone through the menu. So we're only there for three nights. So that's what we did. Big shout out for the, uh, I think it was Trattoria Bruschetta, which is right next to the Ospanoff in uh, Berlin. Absolutely brilliant. So anyway, sorry. That's not very <laughs> a bit inside. Um, you're right though, Gaz. Yeah, I mean, the... Uh, just, uh, I forgot what you said. Yes, the wiretap. I did a piece with uh, Sebastian. Um, and, and there's also a great interview with uh, I did with uh, Urs about M1 and the uh, More Feedback Machine 2 and stuff. He's a really smart guy, actually. Really interesting fellow. Yeah. Uh, I'm just having a little look through the thing. Uh, it was nice to see the, uh, ooh, the Vimona DRM Mark, a DRM1 Mark IV, although that wasn't particularly, I, I think it was, was already announced, I think, before Superbooth. But um, uh, oh, the audio work stat was quite interesting. It was a little video I shot with these uh, different MIDI modules that can do all sorts of clever little timing tricks. Uh, so if you use a lot of MIDI find it in like live performances, um, it's just really good. Little all sorts of interest. I mean, there's quite a oh, that guy, yeah, baffling range. Stuff. Yeah, of, of of cool little timing things, but uh, so you can um, you can do uh, timing um, uh, divide or multiply the MIDI clock on, on one of the boxes. So, which is a uh, you know you get that sort of stuff with um, gates in Eurorack, but being able to do it with MIDI, I think, is pretty cool. Um, ah, but of course, how can we not? 
talk about the RetroKits RK008. Ah, yes, I have. A, okay, well, I'll make an exception here because I know we're going to run over a little bit for episode six. Uh, uh, let me see. I've got that on a on a button. I can press the button, and there it is. Yeah, <laughs> this is the. This is basically the. Uh, it's like a reimagination of the MMT, the Elysis MMT8, which a lot of people swear by. It's got eight tracks. Each of the tracks can have an entire MIDI file, so you could have. You know, and, and tempo. You could have comp- eight completely different tracks. You can merge. It's a really nice thing. I'm going to go well, to it there. Last so. year was the, the year of the six. And it looks like a calculator, do, uh, which is super yeah, cool. Uh, like on, online, but now we Still some way off, though, Gaz, unfortunately. It's going to yeah, be probably next year. It's still way off. Sad, yeah. Did you notice, so it's got a little speaker in there, so you can have yeah, the metronome, metronome yeah. coming out of a speaker, so you don't have to have it. That's I think that's so cool. You can have the metronome over MIDI as well, uh, yeah. but being able to just have a, a, a you know, an actual physical speaker making a click, I think, is... Uh, there was some question, because I kept asking, what the, what is the resolution? And he said it was 96 ppqn, which I thought was quite low, because he was saying it's the same resolution as MIDI files. And I thought MIDI files could go up higher. Perhaps you'll know about that. Uh, I thought, because, like, sequencers run at uh, 192 sometimes, don't they? Or 300. Uh, 1536. What is that's what one, logic one, one five three six yeah PP, ppqn right so I, I'd like I don't know if that was strictly what the uh, what the resolution he was talking about or whether I, it, it was higher so I'd like to get some it, clarification it may it may have to do with uh, with being compatible with clock and being able to manipulate the clock and speeding it up or something Maybe, within yeah. the range of. Uh, uh, or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, cer- certainly uh, it can go. But you know, to be honest, when when you use MIDI files and things like that, you you probably quantize it anyway, so it won't make such a big uh, difference. Yeah, I just want to because a question came in via the chat room, which was uh, Mac, uh, were you happy with the Rode wireless mics V1 or two? Because previous years we've used these over the ear um, cardioid because in a place like Nam it's just really really loud, and we went we didn't feel that we could do that and fiddle around with people's faces, particularly in COVID. So we used the Rode. Uh, I forgot what it's called, the little clip-on things. I had a Mark One, and Andy had a Mark Two with two, and, and I have to say they were brilliant i mean i don't want everybody to use them because if we're in a room full of people using them we'll have we'll struggle to find the channels in the future <laughs> but very very good actually yeah. really impressive sound and really the, the ability to focus narrowly so i don't know how what they've got going on in there but some clever business so that you know the the, the spoken word quality was great i want to get one because i would use that for my presenter mic in the future rather than you know the the rubbishy dynamic one that's that's just still not very good but yes i just wanted to answer that question um andy had that peculiar thing as well um i don't know if you had one as well you you unscrewed the lid and you put the microphones in oh, yeah 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 yeah. the mics are, I, I mentioned that in the the, the, the show before i'll tell you what right. happened funny show because these things that so you unscrew them and it's got ozone and us uvc or something and a, a, an item and you put your mic in you turn it on and it sanitizes it literally my first appointment i unscrewed it dropped the lid and it broke <laughs> So uh, oh, no. it's it just the the, 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 the the element, the light element smashed, which is a really oh. bad design flaw. Um, so we're going to send it back because that's just like appalling. I mean, it's still got the the uh, uh, ozone stuff, but yeah, it was mine broke immediately, but Ed and Andy's. So if you're interviewed by me and you got sick, it wasn't my fault. You can blame them, but I'm pretty sure you won't because I didn't get sick. So, but yeah, it was, it was rubbish for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, gosh, I think we might be at a time, you know, that just suffice to say, there's a ton of stuff on YouTube. Uh, there's still, we've still got five or six videos to go up. So we're going to be around about the 72, 73 mark by the time we finish. Wow. But um, I want to say again, thank you, thank you, thank you to our team. Thank you, Gaz, for being a game and doing some of the videos with us. Also, uh, Rob Hicks, Ed Butterworth, and Andy, the team, you know, and also all the people at Superbooth for having the having the foresight and the kind of the the, the kind of perseverance to to pull it off. You know, they're planning another one in May. I really hope it works out, and you know, brilliant. And thanks again to all of our sponsors who helped support and made it possible for us to go. That's Bitwig, Baby Audio, Studio Logic, and all the other little manufacturers who got kind of extra little video packages and whatnot thank you it was really uh i hope it all worked out for you but gaz nice to see you i hope you uh, get over your cold soon you seem okay you seem quite chipper although i don't know how many times you've sneezed because you've got a sneeze button so it may be i enough. have <laughs> <laughs> uh, no yeah i i think i'm i think i'm on the i'm on the mend i got uh, i i'm actually really chuffed today i've just landed a job a music job 19 date tour with a really great artist around big venues in the uk yes oh, this year we're excellent uh, i'm glad on to the base that. so uh, so i'll t i'll talk more about that once uh, once it's a little bit more um a little bit more finalized but uh oh, great good yeah well good for so, you so yeah thank you yeah um, and Yoad, thank you very much for joining us too. Glad to see your chip, your chipper yourself. And you've obviously got loads of work to catch up with, so I'm sure you're very busy. But I hope uh, it's all fun stuff. Thank you. Always good to be here. Right. Well, I think we will. Have I got? I still got my four up short, haven't I? Yes, I have. So I, at this point, I will say goodbye. Don't forget, if if you did uh, uh, join Patreon while we were on, um, your name and you join the upper tier, your name should appear at the end. And thanks again to all our Patreon supporters. We've got so much more planned for that uh, particular resource. So uh, yeah, thank you for your, uh, to all of our supporters. That's it for this time. We will see you all next week when we do another Sonic Talk. But that's it. Over for now. See you later.